Today we'll be studying Hilchot Shehagot Perik Tishi'i, ninth Perik of Hilchot Shehagot. This chapter will deal with Asham Vadai, uh, in Asham for something that a person did with certainty, whereas uh, in the previous chapter, Asham Talui, as we saw, was for actions that there is a doubt whether he violated something or not. Asham Vadai, again, is um, for something a person did that he is certain about. There are five specific transgressions that a person must bring a korban asham if he violated them. And this is called asham vaddai. And this is because of an action he he knows that he did, and it is not, and he doesn't have a doubt whether he violated it or not. And they are the following. Al Shifha Harufa. The first one is Shifha Harufa. And if anybody remembers in Hilchot Isure Bi'ah, Rambam described what a Shifha Harufa is. Uh, a Shifha Harufa is a woman who is a female, half servant, half free, who is engaged in Eved Ivri. And, um, and here we're talking about an individual who has relations with a Shifha Harufa who would be liable for a in Asham Vadai. The word Harufa uh, means Mekudeshet, for anybody who's wondering. Ve'al Haggazel. The second Avera uh, for someone who has to, some, that someone who violates has to bring in Asham Vadai is for theft and stealing. Ve'al Hamme'ila and for Me'ila. Me'ila, as we, anybody remembers when we studied Hot Me'ila, is using items dedicated to the Beit HaMikdash for normal use, you, misappropriating the assets of Hikdish. Uh, third is V'al Tum'at Nazir. Uh, the third is somebody who is a Nazir, who became Tamimet, he must bring in Asham Vadai. V'al Hasara'at Keshayitar Mimenna. And the last one is uh, somebody who has who had Sara'at as part of his Tahura process, his purification process, he needs to bring in Asham Vadai. How would one be liable for an asham in the case of shifha harufa? Habal shifha harufa, somebody who has relations with a shifha harufa, ben bezadon ben bishkaga, whether he did it purposefully or whether he did it unintentionally, mevi asham, he must bring an asham. And the shifha must be an adult, must be, must be twelve years old in one day. Umzida, she must be, she must do it. <coughs> purposefully, and she must be aware of what she's doing as well. Uvirtsona, uh, not as well, rather. Uh, she must be do, she must be aware and do it. Perf- have relations purposefully. Uvirtsona, and she she must be doing it willingly. Vetiye beula, and full intercourse must have been had. tilke, in order for her to receive malkut. Shneimar, as the Torah says, bikoret tihye. The Torah says she receives lashes, and he must bring a korban asham. The word bikoret, just an interesting tidbit, the word bikoret uh, comes from the word bakar, according to Rabbeinu Sa'ad Yaka'on, because the way that they would they would, they would would make the the whip in order to for one to receive lashes was from leather of bakar, of a, of a sheep. Or of cattle, rather. <coughs> she receives lashes, and he must bring a korban asham. 
הלכה ב', מפי השימועה למדו, we learn from, oral, from the oral tradition, from the Torah שבעל פה, שבזמן שהיא מלכות, הוא חייב קורבן. In a situation where she is liable for מלכות, he is liable to bring a קורבן. ובזמן שהיא פטורה מן המלכות, הוא פטור מן הקורבן. And whenever she would be exempt from מלכות, he, the man, is, liable, is exempt from bringing a קורבן. הלכה ג', בין תשע שנים ויום אחד שבעל שפחה חרופה, a boy who is nine years old in one day, who has relations with a שפחה חרופה, he לוקה והוא מביא קורבן. She is liable for lashes, and he must bring a קורבן. ויראה לי שאינו מביא עד שיגדיל ויהיה בן דעת. And הרמב״ם here says, in his opinion, this, that this is, again, we always act, like to remind all our, our listeners that whenever הרמב״ם says יראה לי, he is inserting his opinion, he is not uh, giving us uh, a source because Harambam did not have a source for this. Um, and Harambam says in his opinion that this nine-year-old must um, bring the korban only once he gets older and becomes of age because the nine-year-old typically isn't, for, inter- for the purposes of, ha- of halakha, does not have the, the, the proper mental capacity to be and is not responsible for his actions. And so he would only, in, in Harambam's view, he would only... Be able, he, he should, he's only to bring the korban once he becomes a bendat, once he becomes a, of age, in order for him to understand for what reason he is, and why he is bringing, uh, he is bringing the korban. We already mentioned in Hilchot Isuri Bi'a Perikimal that what the, sh- the case of a shivha harufa is that the Torah mentions and that the, um, they would not be liable until he, fully, he has full ordinary intercourse and fully inserts his organ. Therefore, if two people come and say that you had relations with a shivha harufa, and he says he did not um, have relations with her, he is believed and he does not bring a korban based on their, based on what they say. Because he is really the only, the only one who knows if he had full relations with her or if he did not. And this person who says that he did not have relations to her, to, with her, he, he means to say that he did not have full relations with her. Somebody who has, who has relations with a shifha many times. He is only liable to bring one asham. Somebody who has relations with a shifha multiple times purposefully. Or if he had relations with her unwittingly. And then he became aware that he had relations with her. And then he, again, had relations with her by mistake. And only then uh, he became aware that uh, that he had relations with a shifha harufa. Even if he did, he had relations with her 100 times. And he 100 times also had a lapses of awareness and was not aware that uh, of what he did. Makriv asham ehad. He needs to only bring one korban asham. al hakol. And this korban asham atones for him for everything, um, both for both the intentional 
in the unintentional times that he was that he was with her. But medivrim amurim, when does this apply? Bishivha ahat. This only applies when he had relations with a single shivha harufa. Aval habal shivhahot harbe. However, a person who has relations with multiple shivhot harufot, afilu behadem ahad, even if it was in one lapse of awareness, hayad asham al kol shivha veshivha. He is liable to bring an asham for each and every shifha harufa that he had relations with because as we mentioned before similar similar rule gufim mehalikim le ashamot he mentioned in perik he that separate entities cause a separation in terms of the liability for an asham uh, for an ash- for for an asham yes as we we mentioned a similar rule in hilchot in Perek he, halacha gimel. Again, that separate entities cause cause a separation for the liability of ashamot, and for each uh, entity that a person ha- either makes an makes an avon with. In our example, shifah harufa. There are multiple shifahot harufot that he had relations with. He is liable for each and every. Um, he is liable for a korban asham for each and every shifha harufa that he was with. Somebody who had relations with a shifha harufa and then set aside a korban asham. And he again comes back and he has relations with her again and then separates another asham. He is liable um, a korban asham for both times. Because setting aside a korban asham creates a distinction between each act. Therefore, um, he is liable uh, because because we consider it as once he separates the korban asham, the asham, we consider it as though he offered the asham and then had relations again. Uh, therefore, he would be liable. Um, he would be liable twice. So too, somebody who had relations five times in one lapse of awareness with one shivha harufa. And he became aware uh, of one of those times. One of the times he was he was with her and then he separated in Asham. And then he was made aware of the second time he had relations with her that she was a Shifha Harufa. Um, he must separate another Asham. Even though they were all done, uh, they were all done, he had relations with her five times, the same Shifha, all in one lapse of awareness. Since he only became aware after separating the korban, it's as though he had relations with her after um, after he separated the korban. Because as we mentioned before, the rule for shifha harufa is that whether he he was with her, uh, he had relations with her purposefully or unwittingly. This, the rule is the same, and he is liable uh, for the same korban asham. Now we switch gears to asham gezilot. Al hagazel kesad. How is one liable for an asham vadai for stealing? Kol yesh shave peruta mamon Yisrael ben 
בין שגנבו, בין שהפקיד אסלו, או הלווהו, או משום שותפות, או משום... או משאר דרכים, וחפר בו, ונשבע לשקר, בין בזדון בין בשגגה, הרי זה מביא אשם על חטאו, והוא הנקרא אשם גזלות. So anybody, any Jew, obviously, uh, who has a פירוטה's worth of money of another Jew, whether he took it by שגזל, whether he took it by robbery, by force, בין שגנבו, or he took it uh, in a more subtle way, uh, uh, and it was... In, 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 in theft, whether he, or he took it through theft, or if he took an object that was entrusted to him, or if he was loaned an object and he, took, and he kept it and stole it, or whether it was through a partnership, or whether he, uh, any other way uh, that he took an object that did not belong to him and belonged to another Jew. And then he denied the money and took a false oath, whether he did it purposefully or unwittingly, he must bring an asham for this transgression, and this is called asham gezelot. And the Torah states explicitly that the asham does not atone for the theft until he returns the object uh, to the person from who he stole it for, who stole he, from whom he stole it from. The Pasuk in the Torah, if anybody who wants to know, it's Vehayaki Yahita Vasham Veshiv et Gezela Ashir Gazal Vet Ashamo Yavi Ladunai that he if a person transgresses, um he must return the object that he gave and only then can he bring the Asham to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, meaning, as if to say that the Asham will only be Mechaper once he returns the object, Veheshivta Gezela. Uh, and the f- additional fifth that the thief has to pay, which is 20%, as we men- we've mentioned, bef- mentioned n- a number of times already, um, while teaching these, while teaching uh, in the Mishneh Torah, that uh, the Homish, when the Torah says Homish, it's a fifth, uh, but the fifth is considered 20% of the principal. So a thief has to pay 20% of the principal as a penalty. But this fifth does not hold back his kapara. We already mentioned in Hilchot Shavuot, Perik Zayin and Perik We already described how uh, one would be liable uh, in this case uh, it, from the perspective of, shivu, of a Shavuah uh, that, li- that he has to bring this Korban Hasham. It's called Shavuat HaPikadon. And when he would be exempt from uh, from the perspective of the Shavuah. And in those chapters, we also we also described how one would be uh, liable for many Ashamot and for many Shavuot that he uh, that he made for many yeah for many Ashamot. Uh, for the, as many shavuot that he made, and uh, and how he would not be liable, uh, only, and he, how he would only be liable for one asham, depending on the type of shavuot that he made. How is one? How would one be, be liable for an liable in asham for meila? Anyone who uh, derives benefit, derive, derives a piruta's worth of benefit from hikdesh 
by mistake. Mahazir Mashinnehena, he must return what he used. Yosif Homish, and he must uh, add and br and bring a a fifth, which is again twenty percent of what he what he uh, what he derived benefit as a penalty. Ve'yakriv Asham, and he must bring a korban Asham. Ve'itkaperlo, and after he does this, uh, he will be atoned for. Uh, for the Me'ila. Ukhvar be'arnu be'ilchot Me'ila, and we already mentioned in Hilchot Me'ila, Shakorban ve'hakkerin me'akevin akapara ve'ena homish me'akev. We already mentioned that the Korban Asham and the Keren uh, in returning the principle um, are what um, are are what hold back his kapara, his atonement. But as we mentioned with Gizilot, um, the the fifth, the homish, is not me'akev for his kapara. Somebody who ate something for which he would be liable for me'ila, and he it was five different dishes, but he ate them all in one lapse of awareness. Even if it was all from one korban, if each time he ate, he derived a peruta's worth of benefit from what he ate, he is liable to bring in Asham for each and every eating because it was in five different dishes. Because each dish is again considered separate for me'ila, because as it's it's similar, this is and this is similar to shagufin mehalikin ba'ashamot that each separate entity. Um, as we saw with Shifha Harufa, uh, causes a distinction between each act. So because each um, each dish e because each dish is sort of separate, we consider it as a separate entity for the purposes of Ashamot. and it's it's considered to be many many types. Each dish is dish each dish is a different type, and it's uh, all considered a different act. Even though these, if these five dishes are not considered separate for the liability of karet, there is an additional stringency for meila. Because for meila, the the person who caused another person uh, to derive benefit. Is also liable, as we mentioned in Hilchot Meila Perik He, that somebody who eats from Meila and derives benefit, and then also feeds his friend, his his benefit and his friend's benefit combine for a shiur shave peruta, and they would both be liable. And also for Meila, the amounts can accumulate over time. So, for example, if a person derived benefit today, and then after um, after a few days derived more benefit all in one lapse of awareness both uh, both uh, both times would combine for a sh for the shiur of shave puruta in order to make him liable and if a person appoints a shaliah and the shaliah goes and does meila the owner, the person who appointed the shaliyah, he himself would be uh, would be hayav. devarim elu bishar isurim. Because as we mentioned, the general rule for isurim is en shaliyah lidvar avira, but meila is an exception. So here, the owner for meila would be 
would be liable, but in general, for other Isurim, en shaliyah hidvar avira. So, for example, if the owner gave money of Hikdesh to his shaliyah to use them for ordinary purposes, the owner, the Mishaleah, is, um, is liable. Halacha yod. Kolam mechuyav asham vadai. Anyone who is liable for an asham vadai. Sarih shi yivada lo hit ote hila vehar kach yakriv ashamo. He must become aware of this averad, whatever averad that he did beforehand, and only then can he bring his korban asham. Aval im hikrivo kodem shi yivada lo. However, if he offered the korban asham prior to him becoming aware of what he did, venodalo ahashi hikriv eno olelo, and he only became aware after uh, he brought the korban asham, it does not, the asham does not count for, for him, and he must bring. Another korban asham. V'chol chesh hayavin alav asham v'day. In any transgression for which one would be liable to bring a korban asham v'day, ehad hamelech o koyen mashuach o shear am haaris shavin bo. Both everybody is equal for an asham v'day. A king, uh, a kohen who was anointed with shemina mishcha, or a regular person, uh, they're all equal uh, to bring the same korban asham v'day. And this is a little bit different from a Korban hatat, because for a king and a kohen gadol, they um, they 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 are liable for different uh, different types of korban hatat. Halacha yod bet kol hashayavin alav asham vaday. Any transgression for which one would be liable to bring in asham vaday. Im nistapek lo im asahu. If he is, has a doubt whether he did it, the transgression or whether he did not, he is totally exempt. Therefore, therefore, if he has a person has a doubt whether or not he committed me'ila, he if a person again has a doubt whether he committed he did me'ila and misappropriated assets that were consecrated to the Beit HaMikdash, he is totally exempt, as we mentioned in Hilchot Me'ila, Perek Aleph. If there were two pieces of meat in front of an individual, one piece of Hulin that he can eat, and one piece of Hikdesh that obviously he cannot eat, and if he would eat it, he would be liable for Me'ila. If he ate one of the pieces and he does not know which one he ate, he is exempt because he, because there is a safik. If he returned and ate the second piece, he must bring a korban asham for his me'ila because he ate because here, because we know he definitely derived benefit from Hikdesh, and there is no safik because he ate both pieces, one of which he knew was Hulin, one of which he knew was Hikdesh. And once he ate, eats both, he clearly ate uh, the Hikdesh one as well. If, however, somebody else comes and eats the second piece, they are both exempt because each person is safik, and as we mentioned before, there is no, no asham vadai for a safik, for a situation in which there is a doubt whether they uh, made the, the avon. If there, were, there was a piece of halev and there was a piece of hikdesh, and he ate one of them, he must bring an asham talui because 
of the Hilev due to the Hilev. If he ate the second piece, he must bring a Korban Hattat because he definitely ate Hilev and an Hashem Vadai for Me'ila on, uh, on consecrated uh, foods. On Hikdesh. If a second person ate, came in and ate the second piece, um, the second person would also have to bring in Asham Talui. Second part of He must bring a Korban Hattat because he definitely ate Helev, which for which he would be liable at Korban Hattat. If he ate the second piece after he was made aware um, of the of the first piece that he ate, he must bring two uh, korban, korban hatat uh, and and an additional korban asham vadai because he committed me'ila. Because again, he ate both pieces. One of them was chalev, one of them was chalev hikdesh. If a second person came and ate the second piece, then mevi hatat mevi hatat bivad. Uh, if he ate the, if somebody else came and ate the second piece, um, they both have have to bring only have to bring a korban hatat because again there is a safek of who ate the piece of meila. We already already described in hilchot ma'achalot asurot perik dalid why. There is it would be an additional isur hikdesh of um, of an ob, of a of a piece of chaliv and anything of this sort um, for these types of isurin. Anybody remembers it has to do with uh, isur. Harambam is referring to the isur mosif um, having to do with uh, isur chaliv hikdesh because an, uh, a piece of meat that is chaliv um, one would be wouldn't be allowed to eat it, um, but Helev Hikdesh, one, there's an additional element that is added here. Not only is a person not allowed to eat Helev Hikdesh, he also cannot derive Helev of Hikdesh, as he is forbidden to derive benefit of anything that is Hikdesh. Baruch Adonai Amen ve'amen.